I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. For French troops battling Islamists in Mali, it's looking increasingly like getting into the conflict was a lot easier than getting out is going to be. New fighting is flaring now near the northern city of Gao, that despite reports that Islamist militants had withdrawn from the city. The rebels have been firing rockets at French troops, and they claim to still control settlements in the northeast. France is anxious to begin drawing down its 4,000 soldiers from Mali. The French foreign minister said today those troops should begin pulling out in March. CBC reporter Laura Lynch has just returned from northern Mali and is now in the capital Bamako. So you've just returned from Gao, where you've been telling us about the very precarious situation there, Laura. What do these new reports of skirmishes tell us about the state of the conflict? It says that, that the suspicions they had about the area not being very secure seemed to be panning out. The fact that they had found roadside bombs when I was traveling up there with the military convoy was the first hint that the Islamists weren't very far away. And these fresh reports of skirmishes seem to confirm that they've still got a battle of their on their hands in the region around Gao. So the French may want to go home, but that may not be an easy thing. And I've got to tell you, Marco, on the drive into... Bamako today, down from Gao, I saw two huge convoys of French fighting vehicles, heavy, heavy fighting vehicles, heading up the road on its way to Gao. So they seemed to be getting ready for another battle, and they knew that it wasn't going to be over as, as quickly as all that. They are still trying to secure Kadal. French jets are still trying to bomb militant bases in the desert. Well, we'll hear what's on the minds of Malians in Gao when we hear your report from there in a moment. But is there a sense, Laura, that when the French pull out, Malians are back to square one as jihadists move back in? Is that given? Well, you certainly get that impression talking to people in Gao, and I would assume that a lot of people in northern Mali feel that way. They feel that their army let them down almost a year ago now, that they were never up to the fight, and they just don't feel as though they'll be up to the fight now. Laura Lynch, let's listen to that story now that you reported from Gao. On a dusty street in the city, a man uses crude tools to repair his motorcycle. A lot has broken down in Gao in the last nine months after the Islamists moved in. People struggled to get by and to survive the occupation. Many blame the Malian army for simply fleeing when the rebels swept into town. Now that the French have come to the rescue, many don't want them to leave. Others, like this man, say what's key is to give Malian troops more help. If they receive training and equipment, they will be able to keep our city safe, he says. Colonel Major Didier Darko stands tall at the Gao military base recently recaptured by his troops fighting alongside the French. He led Malian forces into battle in Gao. He understands the criticism and says the army has learned a lot of lessons in the last year. But he too thinks other nations, the United States included, need to step up and offer Mali and its army much more help. I, I think so. I think that the whole international community should come behind to help us get out of this situation. The jihadists are not only against Mali, this is what I think. It's an international threat and it should, should be addressed by an international action. With its modest military commitment in Mali right now, it appears the United States may not agree. It's contributing refueling and transport planes and some intelligence to the war effort in Mali. But so far, that's all. In the past, though, the U.S. has spent much time and money training the Malian army to bolster its ability to fight. But only last year, it cancelled plans to do more training exercises after a rebellion by members of the minority Tuareg population. 
If the international community isn't prepared to go any further, that's fine with one segment of Mali's army. This special forces officer, now battle-hardened, doesn't hesitate when asked what will happen if the jihadists return. That question is irrelevant, he says. We're prepared for everything. We are always ready. The thousands of French troops on the ground, though, suggest that in itself may just not be enough in the weeks and months to come. For The World, I'm Laura Lynch, GAO.